In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotzenpeller. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Tammy Hotzenpeller podcast. Or if you're joining us on YouTube, Guys, I've been so excited about this series that we've been doing called Paradigm Shift. Now, we all know that we have paradigms. We all know that we have belief systems, that we have presuppositions, that we have grids through which we look at life. And one of the reasons that I actually am am doing these podcasts and, and this right now, this YouTube series, is because I think we're living in unprecedented times, at least for us in our history. We're living in a time that things are shifting, things are changing. There's, to be honest with you, uncertainty in the world. Um, families are divided, friends are divided. People are trying to figure out what they believe. And I actually think this is one of the greatest times in our history because we're all being forced to think. We're all being forced to stop and ask ourselves, what do I believe? And you know, if you're like most of us, that whether it be schools or masks or vaccines or presidents and elections and politics, everybody has a different worldview. So my challenge to you through this series is will you challenge yourself with your worldview? Will you have a paradigm shift? And most of us have shifted in our beliefs. So what we did through the series, I'd like to invite you to go back if you've missed some of them. And we talked about anger, or we talked about fear, we talked about conviction, and how there have to be some shifts in our life. That's actually what growth is. That's how we mature and we learn. And there's nothing wrong with saying, you know, there was a time in my life where I believed this or I thought this. But through research and through due diligence and through conviction and growth, I actually now believe this. That's what a paradigm shift is. So today I want to talk to you about something. It's actually going to be a two-part series. So I'm going to encourage you to listen today, and I'm going to leave some some cliffhangers. So you're going to want to jump back into part two, because I really want to talk to you about respect. I want to talk to you about self-respect. And the reason I really have chosen this is because I feel in this time there's so little respect for one another. We're living in a time through COVID, uh, through this new variant Delta, through schools getting ready to go back, and there's so little respect. And I'm going to start with a little story uh, I'm going to share with you, and it made me think about this. Last week, we actually took a flight, got on a plane, and we took a flight to Denver to see our kids. And I had probably one of the most uncomfortable experiences I've had in a long time in my life. And I got to the airport, got there early like everybody else, but I had TSA, pre-TSA, and I was all excited, and I got in line. There were only a few people. That's why you pay for pre-TSA. And my husband was ahead of me. He checked through, went on through. I went through, handed her my license. She put it through, and she goes, ma'am, you don't have pre-check. You don't have TSA. And I said, well, wait a minute. It's right here. It says it right here on my boarding pass. And she said, well, I'm sorry. Your license doesn't go through. You'll just have to step out of sight out of line. And like, first of all, I was mad because I'm like, what? My husband's already gone through and here I am. You're not letting me go through. And first of all, there was no respect for me as a person. It was rude. I was treated so just, I mean, like I hadn't been challenged like that before. And she said, step aside, I'll get a supervisor. To make a long story short, the supervisor came, she's asking the question. And I said, well, see right here on my boarding pass, it says, she says, ma'am, I'm not speaking to you. Step aside. And she said it so rudely, but she demeaned me. And I was like, I hadn't done anything. I just wanted to go with my pre-TSA. And I realized there's such a lack of respect. 
Well, long story short, I ended up getting in the other line without the, pre, the pre-TSA. By the time 20 minutes later, I made it through. They put my license in. The girl said, oh, you have pre-TSA. You should have been in the other line. And there was something in me that stirred up, first of all, anger. I was angry. And I had to ask myself, where's this anger coming from? Because I felt like somebody didn't treat me with respect. And we're just living in that day. I'm just trying to tell you a real story because every day, whether you're at the grocery store and you're wearing a mask or you're not, and somebody gives you an evil eye or you're vaccinated or you're not, or where is respect today? Where's respect for one another? Well, it starts with self-respect. And that's why I want to take a few moments and I want to go deeper today as a life coach. And I want to talk to you about self-respect because I think it's something that many of us don't have for ourselves. We don't honor, we don't respect, we don't know how to deal with someone who teaches, who treats us unkindly. You know, there's a scripture in Philippians 1 6, and the Bible says, being confident. And that's something I want to talk to you about. Listen, who's ever listening on a podcast or you're watching me on this YouTube video, stop and ask yourself, am I confident? We must be confident people today, being confident of this very thing. And this is a beautiful verse because it talks about your relationship with Jesus Christ, being a believer, born again, a child, a follower of Jesus, being confident of this very thing, that he, Jesus, who began a good work in you, who started at salvation and developing you and training you and teaching you and equipping you, he began a good work in you. Hey, my friend, he will complete it to the day of Jesus Christ. He wants you to be confident that you are on a growth trajectory to go forward in your faith, in your walk, in your pilgrimage, in your journey with Christ. That's what this says. Well, I want to talk to you about a level of confidence, and it starts with self-respect. Don't discredit what God created in you. Don't ever listen to me, somebody. Don't ever discredit what God has created in you and has done for you. You are a child of the living God. You are birthed in your mother's womb and created by God. You need to know your identity. You need to know your worth. You need to know your destiny was found in Jesus Christ. You were born with purpose and on purpose. You are a child of God. But what happens with many of us is we lack self-respect or self-confidence or self-love. So before we get into part two of what is self-confidence, I want to talk to you and go deep. And many people that I've coached through this are like, you're reading my mail. That is me. I want to talk to you today about some red flags of low self-esteem or low self-worth or low self-confidence. And let's talk about a few of these. What does a lack of self-respect look like? What does a lack of self-respect look like? Well, first of all, number one, and I'm going to give you several of these. So if you're listening and you have pen and paper or you have your phone with you, you may want to jot these down and ask yourself, which of these sound like me? Which of these do I need to work on? Number one, you're a doormat. You're a doormat. You always are the one that people ask for everything without doing anything for you. You're constantly giving. You're constantly doing. You're the one they come to. You literally are the doormat. You know what a doormat is? It's the first thing you see when you walk through the door. It's what everybody wipes their feet on, and it's the first thing. And that's what happens is many of us have become doormats in people's lives. They know everybody can trust us. We get the job done. We're faithful. We're kind. We never cause any problems. Um, So sometimes people walk on us, and they take 
take advantage of us. So if you feel that you're a doormat and you're always doing everything for everybody else and you're never standing up for yourself, that's number one indication that you have low self-respect. Number two, you lose yourself in a relationship, whether that's a friendship or a romantic relationship. So what happens is you start out the relationship really great and you're both involved in it, but before long, you are giving everything to the relationship. Now, this could be in a marriage, this could be in a dating relationship, or this could be with a a group of girlfriends. And it's always about them. You're catering to them, you're cooking for them, you're cleaning for them, you're, you're picking up their laundry, you're picking up their mail, you're doing everything for them. And you've lost you because you're working so hard at the relationship. And you know, at the beginning of the relationship, it was so much fun. Remember that beginning of the relationship? And, and you had things in common and you, you were equally wed together or bound together and you had fun together. But then all of a sudden, they were elevated and everything became about them because you lost yourself, you lost your identity, you lost your worth, you lost your say, you lost your voice. And many of us lose ourselves in a romantic or a friendship relationship. If that's happened to you, then that's a second indication that you have a low self-esteem or self-respect. You're not respecting yourself. If you don't have a voice, if you don't have enough confidence that you can say to somebody in a friendship or a marriage relationship, I'm uncomfortable with this or I don't agree with this, then you've lost yourself in the relationship. Number three, you're seeking attention. You're constantly seeking attention. Now, listen, I'm talking to somebody right now. That means good attention or bad attention. That means that maybe you're always sick. You have a headache. You don't feel good. You can't go. You're looking for attention. You're working so hard at the relationship, and you're doing it by being a clown, making jokes, uh, being loud, um, being sick having to one-up the story, and you're so hungry for attention that you're seeking attention in, a, in really a negative way. Now, I'm talking to somebody right now, and you know it. You always, there's something always wrong with you. Do you have those friends that every time you ask them, how are they doing, they tell you and you wish they didn't? Those are the kind of people that have lost themselves in a relationship and they're seeking attention. Number four, you're overindulgent with bad habits. So what happens is your needs aren't being met in the relationship. So someone that has a low self-esteem is someone who is indulging in bad habits. That could be drinking, drugs, overeating, self-harm, punishing yourself and your body. So you have now reverted to finding that need to be met in another means. It could be anorexia. It could be overworking out. Many, many people go to the gym and they're constantly trying to make their body look good because they don't have good self-respect. So you overindulge in bad habits. Number five, you try too hard. You try too hard. You care for people who don't care for you. Always giving, always doing, always loving, always giving, and you're working too hard at the relationship. If you are not in an equally balanced relationship, then you are in a bad relationship. Did you hear me? If you are not in an equally balanced relationship, then you are in a bad relationship and you do not have self-respect. Number six, you tolerate verbal, mental, or physical abuse. And what happens is often is we go back to the memory of a healthy relationship with a friendship or a marriage or a dating relationship, and we so live vicariously in the memory of the healthy relationship that we put up with the self 
with the abuse. Now, I'm a counselor. I'm not a coach. But one thing I do know because I've coached people is we justify the bad behavior because we love them. And because they tell us that they're sorry, or they bring us flowers, or candy, or they, or they repent, or they cry, or they, or they take us out to dinner and tell us they'll never do it again. Listen to me, especially someone who is receiving self-harm or abuse right now. You are in an unhealthy relationship, and you need to get out of it, and it has to start with you. No one can do it but you. And if you're not in a healthy relationship, either make it healthy or get out of it. And it starts with what we're talking about today. Respect, respect, self-respect, respect yourself another, I've said it over and over, until you respect yourself, no one else will respect you. It's got to start with you. Number seven, you give yourself physically or sexually. And this is people who literally give themselves sexually to another person or physically. They let other people take advantage of them. These are young girls that are looking for love and they don't have the affection, maybe at home from a father or parent. Maybe they're not doing well in school. Maybe everyone's making fun of them. I remember a couple girls in high school that literally gave themselves sexually to boys because they had such an internal need for attention and love that they just sold themselves for a cheap date. And I'm I know I'm talking to someone and the problem is you don't respect yourself and you're giving what you think is a moment of gratification, a moment of love. You're being kissed and caressed and loved and it feels good for a moment and you so are hungry for respect. But let me tell you what, when the, the moment is done, you are left wanting because your, your desire for love and attention and respect is still there. And if that is your case, my friend, you need to develop self-respect. And then this one's really tough. You're a puppet. You're a puppet. You just merely go along because you genuinely believe that you have nothing else to offer. You have such a low self-worth, self-esteem. You have such a low view of yourself that you just want to be in the crowd. You want to be with all the in-girls. You want to be with all everybody at work that's cool. And you become their puppet. Do you know what a puppet is? It's when you put in your hand into something and you make it do what you want it to do. Now I'm getting graphic and somebody's saying, man, I just feel like that. I feel like someone else's hand is all over me and I am their puppet. I'm telling you, if that is the case with you right now, you need self-worth. You need self-esteem. You need self-respect. Don't be anybody's puppet. And then lastly, you become untidy and sloppy. And the truth is that what happens in your life is your surroundings are sloppy you don't take care of yourself. Maybe you gain weight. You don't comb your hair. You don't wear makeup. You don't iron your clothes. You know people that go out and they just, ah, I just rolled out of bed. The truth is you don't have a good sense of self-worth or self-esteem. You don't care what people think about you because your esteem is so, so low. Maybe your surroundings, you get in people and their car is filthy. That tells me a lot about how a person feels about himself. Now, I'm going pretty deep as a coach today, and I'm probably knocking on a lot of people's doors, and I'd never want to offend anybody. But these are truths that you need to deal with. And one thing I'll do as a coach is I say, what I bring to you is just questions. I can't answer your questions, but you need to ask yourself deep, are these issues in my life? Are these things in my life? It's your responsibility to take care of yourself. So 
What I want to do right now is I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and then we're going to go into part two uh, next week, how you can have a healthy self-esteem. But three things I want to leave you with a little coaching tip right now. Now that we've talked about the red flags, and many of you may say out of those nine, I feel like I have three or I have four, I identified a few. You've identified them. Let's talk about why self-respect is crucial for your happiness. So why is self-respect so important, Tammy? I've lived with it so... I mean, this is who I am. It's just I'm a kind person. I don't mind being a puppet. People like me. I don't mind being a clown. It's just who I am. Well, if you want to live that life, live that life. But I believe all of us want happiness and we want self-respect. So why self-respect? Why is it so important? Number one, self-respect exhibits confidence and strength. When you look at someone with a sense of self-worth and self-respect, and I'll tell you this, I've learned to respect myself. I didn't always. I was a puppet. Part of it as being an Enneagram number three. I love people. I love to work. I don't mind doing work for people. I don't mind cleaning up people's messes. I don't mind going to people's houses and do their dishes. But what happens is it shows more of a lack of respect for myself. When I turned the corner and I started walking in confidence and strength in my own life and started valuing and respecting my life, there was an irresistible attraction toward me. I elevated my self-worth. Therefore, I could enter into conversations and relationships equally with others without feeling that I was lower or worthless or not as good as someone else. So self-respect exhibits confidence and strength. Number two, self-respect makes you a healthier person. Do you know that you physically are healthy when you have self-respect? You don't think about all the ailments. You aren't always sick because you always have something to look forward to. When I respect myself, I honestly can tell you, I get up every day. I know my agenda. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. I respect my time. I look at my calendar. I know what I can do. I am so respectful of myself. It, it actually comes out in my health. Now, let me tell you right now, especially through this time, as we've mentioned, through COVID, and many of us are we're tired, we're emotionally tired, we're physically tired, fear, anxiety, all of these things which we talked about through this paradigm, paradigm Shift series, it does weigh on us. And you need to be responsible to look at your calendar and make sure you're getting rest and you're drinking water and you're taking your vitamins and your immune system is healthy. Do you know that's a level of self-respect? That you get up in the morning, you say, I value myself enough. I respect myself enough. I'm telling you, I am on a whole new regime of vitamins and water and rest. I'm taking care of my body. I'm taking care of my temple. I love myself in a way I've not loved myself. You've heard me say before, it's not about arrogance. It's about confidence. It's not walking around as though I'm better than anyone else. It's walking around as that I am a steward of my body, that my body is the temple of the living God. I'm responsible to take care of it. All that comes out in self-respect, it makes me a healthier person. And then lastly, number three, there's no need for comparison. When you have a sense of self-respect, self-worth, when you walk into a room and you don't compare yourself with who's the prettiest, who's the tallest, who's the skinniest, who's got the most degrees, you walk into a room and you see yourself with equals. You see yourself with peers. Yes, you see people that can teach you things. You see people that you admire. There's, you see people you can learn things from, but you are not less than you are equal to. And there is no longer a need for comparison. Those are the reasons that we want to have respect. Those are the reasons that we want a healthy self-esteem and self-worth. So what I want to do in part two uh, in our time together is I want to walk through 
exactly how do we develop self-respect? How do we take care of our temple? And guys, I want to say to you, many of you have been listening to us on our podcast, and thank you. Please check me out on all my social media feeds. Please follow me. I love my Instagram and my Facebook followers, and I'm always posting things. But one thing we do here is, um, actually, this weekend, I'm excited. I'm going to be hosting a self-respect class. And one thing we have here with our ministry, which is Women of Influence, check it all out. It's woi.today, woi.today. We have a beautiful fitness line. And we also have a whole clothing line with respect gear. So you can get t-shirts and sweats and all kinds of fun things. If you just want to actually wear the respect and you want to teach people respect for yourself, check it out. You can check online at wi.today and love for you to um, buy some of this great clothing line that we have and uh, does support our empowerment program here with Women of Influence and the work that we do in Orange County. But I love you guys so much. I love being your coach. I love being your friend. Um, I love being here for you. Shoot me an email if you have any questions, TammyHotsonPillar.com. Love you guys. Have a great day. Look forward to sharing with you part two of Respect next week. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today on Tam Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotsonPillar.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.